So you're sitting on your couch one morning in 2001, and you turn on your TV. You check to see the news, see what's going on. And you see on the news video of a plane hitting the World Trade Center. What happened? Who did this? Was it all a hoax? We are going to be asking these questions on our new episode of Unveiled Mysteries. My name is Joshua. My name's Colette. And thank you for listening. September 11, 2001. Two planes hit the World Trade Center. This caused approximately 3,000 deaths, and there was cleanup for months afterwards. And then there was another attack that day that hit the Pentagon, and another hijacking, which was failed because the passengers took the plane back over and crashed the plane in a field in Pennsylvania. One conspiracy theory related to the 9-11 attacks was that it was all planned by the United States government to justify a war in Afghanistan and Iraq. People who believe this used the video, which looks like it, their charge is exploding before the tower actually crashes or crashes to that level. Or, and uh, there's also eyewitness accounts of people saying that they hear explosions during 9-11. So this combined leads some people to think that there were thermite charges placed in the steel support beams, which caused the towers to collapse. Another theory is that the videos that were on the news of one of the planes actually hitting the towers was faked. This is because on all of the videos, it cuts out at the exact same time and shows nothing but a black screen. So, what do you think about the, uh, what do you think about the idea that this was a uh, recording and that, and that since they all cut at the same time, it's staged? Well, I of course believe that the 9-11 attacks really did happen. You know, there was a bunch of yeah. people living in New York, and you can't fake a bunch of people dying. I think it had, like, a population of, like... I know nowadays it has a population of 8 million. So getting millions of people on something that big, then it's kind of stupid. Yeah, for sure. But, I mean, maybe the videos themselves were faked, and they were, like, created to scare people. But it's live coverage happening while it was happening, wasn't it? Um, yes, I, I believe so. Well, I th- well, then why do they all black out at the same time? What's the point I think they might have all been using the same recording. Was it all yeah. the same recording? Um, no, they were from different angles. Well, I don't know. Maybe they were all trying to... Censor it? Censor it to an extreme, because I know, rightfully so, media companies are kind of hesitant to show disasters... Especially people dying. So maybe there was something there that they wanted to censor. Yeah. Or maybe they that censored it after it happened. When they like posted it on YouTube or something like that. Yeah, that makes sense. What about your theory? Uh, the one where it's charges and the government helped bring the towers down? Yeah. 
I think it holds a little more water, but it's still kind of stupid. What do you think about it? Yeah, I mean, even the, I've even seen witness reports from people who were in the building that day saying they heard, like, before the planes hit, that they heard, like, big explosions. So maybe not charges, but there could have been bombs in the building as well. It doesn't necessarily mean that the government planted them, but maybe terrorists put bombs in there as mm -hmm. well. I mean, there was a bombing of the World Trade Center a few years before the 9-11 attacks that were meant to bring the buildings down, but it failed to. Mm. Well, I think it's kind of stupid to think that the United States... I mean, though people, like... Think, I, don't, I don't really think America was getting really any oil from the countries that we were invading. Yeah. I think we were definitely. I think George Bush was definitely using the fear of the 9/11 attacks, terrorism, to like push his agenda. But I still don't think that we were getting a lot out of those wars, except for fighting terrorism. And I think we could have probably avoided the 9/11 attacks if we did fight terrorism like a little less, but sooner. Like we didn't really care too much about terrorism before the 9/11 attacks, but. Yeah. The 9-11 attacks definitely did bring light to some terrorists and stuff and made people realize that... Yeah, they could hit deal. us, too. It's not just a regional problem. It's yeah. a worldwide problem. Yeah, but, it made us realize that we're not invincible. Mm hmm But I do think that the idea that America would justify pointless wars in the Middle East with a disaster that doesn't benefit the United States government at all, it's kind of stupid. Yeah. So, I think both of them are kind of stupid. What do you think? I, I do not believe in either of them. Mm-hmm. I, well, which one do you think holds the most water, though? Definitely the one about the charges and the bombs. Okay. I have a theory. F I, I remember seeing a, like, show that you go really in-depth on how that could have happened while still, like, they're not being bombed in the building. Yeah, so how was it possible that a plane was able to take out two, the two tallest buildings in New York? Okay, so the, what I saw is that when the plane crashed into the building, the plane's debris like basically made a coating. And it trapped heat in and caused fires, which is actually part of the terrorist plan is that they were taking planes that were meant to go to, like, Los Angeles from, like, New York, which would have a lot of jet fuel in them. So they would take these planes, crash them into the buildings, and that would obviously cause fires. And the, they're, like, so this would cause kind of like a furnace. And then any water that was in the building from, like, sprinkler systems, water coolers, water bottles, would get into that furnace and cause an explosion, which maybe could have blown off the coating around the steel beams and made them weak to heat or could have uh, or they could have been knocked off when the plane hit the building. And I'm sure the speed of the airplane like greatly impacted, you know, the actual, the hit. Because mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. like when a car crashes into like a brick wall, like yeah, a car is strong, it's made of metal and everything, but it just like you know, it, it doesn't stand a chance. What? And disintegrates, kind of, like. Yeah. And I guess that's mm. what happened here. Mm-hmm. And there's no way that a plane could just fly into a building and, ha and the building have no damage at all. 
Especially since it was hit twice. Well, each building was hit once, but yeah, yeah, you know, and yeah, semantics. But yeah, I think that with that combined, it probably brought the building down. And if the furnace theory is right, that could explain why people, pedestrians, heard what sounded like explosions in the top of the building. Well, how would that sound like an explosion? Because it basically caused an explosion. The water in the like the makeshift furnace that the plane made when it crashed, you know, with all the metal and then the fires. If moisture gets into a furnace, like a really hot furnace, it causes the reaction to the moisture causes an explosion. So that combined with all the you know fires and possibly knocking off the protective coating around the steel beams and the plane hit, I think could have caused the uh, towers to collapse because all it takes is those steel beams being weakened and all the pressure at the top of the building crashing down. All right. Now let's talk about an another terrorist attack that happened right after the 9-11 attacks. Also in 2001, there was another terrorist attack where a series of letters were sent out containing the disease anthrax. When this stuff falls on you, you breathe it in and it makes your lungs like flare up and <laughs> then you can't breathe eventually. Uh, anthrax is a disease that normally infects animals. It inhabits the ground. But if it's properly like tested and bioengineered, it can be spread to humans, which it can be very lethal. And that's why it's a lot of times used in biological weapons. The first person to die from this was Robert Stevens on October 5th, 2001. People interviewed over 9,000 people and went to six different continents and still couldn't find out who did this. Eventually, the FBI started interviewing and observing this guy named Bruce Edward Ivins. He worked at a government lab basically to find a cure for anthrax. Um, when he noticed that the FBI was, you know, watching him and surveillancing him, Bruce commits suicide. So even though the FBI found some like hard, pretty hardcore evidence on him, they were still unable to convict him since he did kill himself. Didn't uh, some of the newscasters or wasn't there like a letter like with them? Oh, yeah, there was. All of the letters said 9-11-01, you cannot stop us. We have this anthrax. You die now. Are you afraid? Death to America. Death to Israel. Allah is great. So you think this might have been a radical Islamic terrorist? Or you think it might have been this bioengineer guy? I think that someone tried to... I think, no, well, I guess I don't have a complete conclusion, but I think it could have been a possibility that someone may have tried to frame Muslims or some terrorists yeah, um, and just wanted to kill some people or, because these were sent to news outlets, so mm -hmm. maybe he just didn't like some news outlets. I mean... We don't. How much do we know about this guy that is believed by the FBI to be the guy who sent the anthrax letters? I personally believe that Bruce Edward Ivins is the 
criminal here. Like, How much do we know about him? Like, Do you know why he might have done this? Well, there's no clear motive as to why, but he is... I mean, how many people have access to just, I mean, just straight up anthrax and like good strains of it as well? Yeah, it would have definitely had to been someone in, you know, bioengineering, you know, who... Yeah, and he worked with anthrax, so like, I mean, he's the perfect... He's the perfect perfect person to pin this on. Well, you think they might have... Well, why would... If they were trying to pin this on him, why would they also send a letter, like, framing it to be Islamic terrorists? Do they want it to have, like, like three layers of painting it on someone else? I guess so. Hmm. I mean, the letters don't feel like uh, they feel very disingenuous. Yeah, they don't feel they don't feel genuine. It's like it looks it looks like a stereotype. It really you does. know like even radical Islamic terrorists wouldn't even speak like that. They're like it doesn't feel like especially feels, the death to America, Israel, the, the, and Allah is great. That just it feels like it's someone basing it off of the stereotypes of Americans. Of what they think radical Islamic terrorists were. And they were putting that in one thing to just scare Americans. Which they did a good job because people were afraid to open their mail after this. I mean... I mean, it did kill people. How many people ended up dying from it? Uh, well... I think, well, we know of like like a handful have died, but a lot more have been... Infect. There were, were infected. there were more people infected that didn't actually die, but you know they were all sent to. They weren't just sending it to your neighbor next door. It was like news outlets and senators. Well, did it ever get to any of the news outlets or senators, or was it just well? All it did. This and... um, Robert Stevens. He worked at a news outlet. Oh, so some of them got to news outlets. Some of them were uh, picked up and by postal workers and stop from getting that far, but, so, what a strange way to attack someone, I mean, it, it was definitely, for lack of a better term, creative, to, uh, you know, spread, like, the disease that way, and to attack someone that way, so, uh, I don't know, if it was him or not. I mean, we'll never really know because the man killed himself. So, in conclusion, these terrorist attacks could have been what they are face value of as radical Islamic terror, or they could have been the work of government officials or could have been cover-ups by the media. We will never know. But thank you very much for listening to our podcast. Our next episode will be out roughly in a month or two. And remember, everything we've said are just theories. There are no really hard factual evidence behind them. And don't take what we say too seriously. So, thank you for listening. And this will be the end of the podcast. Bye.